You are listening to Restoring the Branches Ministries. Our mission is to reconnect Yah's people to the root and truth of his word. We have been called to take Yah's healing to the nations, remove the stumbling block out of the way of his people, and teach as well as model the importance of serving the living Elohim in spirit and in truth. We live by Romans 15 and 4, for whatever was written in the former days was written for our instruction so that by steadfastness and by the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. Greetings and shalom to you. So we always say last but not least that the word of Yah is for any and everybody and that the word of Yah can pull you out of your pit that the word of Yah can snatch you out of your hell hole, as you would, some would say. The word of Yah can hit you even in a prison cell. The word of Yah is so powerful, people that are in the grave will stand. So if the word of Yah can touch those who are dead in the grave, what can the word of Yah do for you on this side of the living? This word is for you. Those that are stuck in addictions, immorality, lust, violence, anger, depression, depravity, you broke, whatever. The word of Yah is for you. The prideful, the word of Yah is for you. So I think we covered everybody. The word is for. May we go ahead. We're going to get started today. Um, we're about to enter week three of our 21 day fasting uh, and afflicting ourselves for no other reason than to get closer to our master. For some people, that might probably seem foolish. But we live in an era where true wisdom is dumb. These scholars and doctors and philosophers, they're idiots. Just because you got a doctor in front of your name or, uh, or P-H-M-D-Y-A-B-C behind your name, you can still be an idiot now. All right. That's why Yah said, hey, he said, hey, I'll take a janitor. I'll take a plumber and do something with him. I'll take the black sheep of your family and do something with him. Yeah. So today, uh, old sight makes sore eyes, avoiding illusions. Uh, this past week and the week going forward, uh, we shrunk or canceled out tech techno time, technology time, whether it's uh, social media, TV, Netflix, uh, whatever we canceled it out. And the reason for canceling it out was that we need to see, we need to have understanding of what is going into us and the effects. We have to have an understanding of what is going into us and how our eyes, our brain and heart Mind are all on the same page. 
on the same rope, same string. Anybody ever played tug of war before? Tug of war? I know everybody done tug of war you had there. Yeah. So in tug of war, if you if there's 10 people on one team and 10 people on the other team, it falls down to the people who are you know, strongest or the, the 10 that don't quit. But I know this much. If I got 10 people on one side and if I got nine people pulling this way, we're trying to pull this way. But I got one person. Just won't take one. If one person is pulling the opposite way, the other nine is pulling this way. But one is pulling this way. That 10 going to lose because the 10 are pulling in the same direction. So the, our eyes, mind, heart, they all got to be pulling in the same direction. All right. So we're going to look at uh, the teachings of the master. She had called an occulty name called Miriam, which also sat at Yahshua's feet. And heard his dabarim. What does that mean? Heard the words. The words that come into us, they got outweigh everything else. All right. Does that, does that make sense? That if the words on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, the visions, the, 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 the visual, the things on TV, and some of it might even be bad. But that cannot outweigh the word going into us. Okay. Right. If you want to be a judge, you call to be a judge, then you got to be able to, to handle a, a scale. You got to be able to balance stuff out. Does that make sense? Yes. We gotta we gotta weigh, we gotta weigh it out. Now see, if I had a bunch of drug dealers in here, they understand exactly what I was talking about. Okay. Tell, tell you something. When you cutting up that pound. You don't want to be short an ounce. Now, how much money are you losing out on? So dope dealers know how to they know how to balance it out and weigh it out. If I paid you for half a pound, I want half a pound. I don't want a couple ounces off. So how much word? Balance out with everything else that we ingest. You look, you can put stuff in you without even needing it. You understand what I'm saying? We can put stuff in us, and I ain't even need it. Anyway. My bad. Turn to Matthew 6. Matthew 6. Holly, we never get there. Me in Matthew 6. We're going to start in verse 9. We're going to read this whole chapter. Then we have as many verses today. We're going to read a lot of chapters today. Okay. So we're doing a lot of We're doing chapters. We start in verse 9. If we're going to be uh, 9 through 34, we're going to do some chapters today. Then we won't necessarily just need to go through a bunch of verses, 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 verses. We're going to take whole chunks of lamb today. Okay. Whole chunks today. 
I'll tell you something. The last two weeks been the been the two funerals. I'm just telling you now. When it comes to that, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look, move out the way, son. Hallelujah. When it when it when it comes to the word, I'm just telling you now, folks is hurting out there. They ain't not getting no word now. I don't know. I don't know no other way to put it. So they are not getting word. Another read good. We got we got we got some we got some work to do. Play a fly had a song when I was younger. We got work to do. Ooh, we got work to do. We got work to do. Matthew 6 and 9, it reads, And after this manner, therefore pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of Yah. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, and lead us not to temptation, but delivers from evil, for that is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. That should slap everybody up in here right now. Huh? Right. Amen. Somebody I went to school with made a very strong statement at a funeral this past week. Strong statement. Said all, said, all y'all out there that got issues with your parents, no matter who fault it is, fix it. Strong statement. I sent her a message. I said, girl, I said, it's raw right there now. It's tight, but it's right. Tight, but it's right. I could go on, but I'm not. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. Hmm? Then transition to verse 16. Moreover, when ye fast, right, that's our little group, right? Be not as the hypocrites of sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Barely I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thy head and wash thy face. Go into your fasting with joy. I can't eat no cookies. Can't eat no little Debbie's. Every store I don't went into, every time I opened the door, the fudge rounds and brownies, they, they dancing and talking to me. <laughs> come on, come on, big fella. We know you want to, we know you want some zebra cake, cream in the middle. We know you gooey milk. It's on sale, four for one. <laughs> I got to keep on pushing. Hmm? For when thou when thou fastest, anoint thy head and wash thy face, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy father which is in secret. And thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. The greatest reward, the whole purpose of this is that we will be able to praise our Yah in peace and shalom for Sukkot. We have to keep that in our back. We got to be like Jacob now. You got to keep it in the back of your mind. We got to work for Pesach. 
For those of us that have done multiple pay socks for years, you ain't never had to go through nothing like this before. You better wake up. For the new people that's coming in, but for those that have just done passive, you've, you've done it, you've done it, you've been free, you've been willy-nilly, 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 then a change happened. And your Elohim, as has been talked about in Torah class today and multiple days, he living. So whether it's war, famine, chaos, we're in on Sukkot. See, we're not as hard as we think we are. Oh, you know, they ain't other covenant. You ain't other covenant. You act like you were all the way in there. Burley, burly. Grace the hair on your side, your chin. For men. If thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy father, which is in secret, and thy father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth. That don't mean not to go get it. You got to work and you got to go get it. And if you can have a you know, nice and good, that's good for you. But let, so we have to understand what the true treasures are from when the time you came out from between your mom from from the womb to the day you in that casket you got to know that there's something greater than anything that can be accumulated on life and on, on earth that there's something greater the pharaohs and stuff had their treasure buried with them for what fool what what, what you going well, I'll stop at lay not, uh, not up for yourself treasures on earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal we done seen that tomb raiders we had a video game all kind of the tomb raiders raiding tombs but lay up for yourselves treasures in Shemaim for neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So whatever is important to you will really be in your heart. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Now pay attention to these next three verses. This is our theme for today. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the, if therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other. Or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I say to you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet 
for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body, the raiment? Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly father feedeth them. Are ye not much more better than they? Right? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for the raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, fellow him, so clothe the grass of the field, which is today, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Wherewithal shall we be clothed? For all these things do the Gentiles, the Gentiles, the Gentiles, what? Seek. So who are we seeking? What are we seeking? So we're trying to seek Yah, trying to get closer to Yahshua. So all these things, the Gentiles, nations, world is seeking after. For your heavenly father knoweth that ye have need of all these things, but seek ye first the kingdom of Elohim and his what? And all these things shall be added unto who? So look at your neighbor and say you. You. Take therefore no thought for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. So that was uh, the sixth chapter of Matthew, of Matthew, uh, 9 through 34. And the, the theme is going to be, uh, let's go back to 22. 622. If the light of the body is the eye, if therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if the eye be evil, if thy whole body is full of darkness, if therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? No man can serve two masters. No man can serve two masters. And I think we've uh, have learned that when it comes to us and our body, we either serve what obedience or disobedience. How many months have we heard that? I don't know. It ain't just even been me been up here, but other folks been up here talking about what obedience. So who is your master? Obedience or disobedience? Are you disciplined or are you undisciplined? Are you tight or are you loose? Which one is it? Hmm? You take care of the ball or are you a turnover machine? Which one is it? Uh, Rita. Give me Yochanan 2, 19 through 21. Brother, give me 1 Corinthians 6 and 19. Here, you go ahead and you give me uh, uh, Romans uh, 15, 3 and 4. And here, I'm glad you're back, brother. Go ahead and give me Yochanan 6, 44 through 45. Here, you give me Acts 24, uh, 14 through 15. Put everybody work. we got some work to do. Yeah. John chapter 2, 19 through 21. Mm -hmm. 
Yeshua answered and said unto them, mm -hmm. destroy this temple. Mm -hmm. And in three days, I will raise it up. Mm -hmm. Then said the Jews, 40 and six years was this temple in building. That's right. And wilt thou rear it up in three days? Uh-huh. But he spake of the temple of his body. The temple of what? The temple of his body. So we know that the great teacher in Matthew 6, he was talking about the eye of the what? Body. So we know that when the teacher, when he teaches, that's why he's a he, he master teacher. And when he teaches, when he's talking about the eye and the body, and then later he's talking to uh, uh, Nicodemus, I think maybe, or somebody, and he was talking about the body in the temple. Okay. Or do you not know that your body is the dwelling place of the set-apart spirit who is in you, which you have from Elohim, and you are not your own? That the body is the what? Dwelling place of the set-apart spirit. So, Shaul went away for about three years or so, was at Mount Sinai, taught by who? Mashiach. So he called the body also a what? Temple. Hmm, go ahead. Romans 15, 3 and 4. Uh-huh. For even Christ pleased not himself. He did what? Please not himself. That means he was obedient. Go ahead. But as it is written, uh -huh. the reproaches of them that reproach thee fell on me. When they're talking about in Torah class today, ain't we all in here murderers, ain't we? We all got, look, we all got one uh, convicted charge of murder on our, on our, on our rap sheet now. You guilty. You, you, you guilty as that, as that door right there. You guilty as that little baby walking by, by back there. Guilty. <laughs> Go ahead. For whatsoever things were written aforetime uh -huh. are written for our learning. Mm. That we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, uh -huh. might have hope. Might have what? Hope. So the word is our hope now. The word is our hope. The word is our hope. That's why I said earlier, a lot of folks, they ain't got no hope. They don't understand the word. They ain't got no word. We got teachers that they only know the word. I done heard it in live in person twice in the last 14 days. Since it's shaking my head. And they ain't even saying we got it all that. But there's some basic fundamentals when it comes to this book. I know that much. One plus one is always what? Two. Some stuff in this book is one plus one. Yeah. Anyone that said this morning? Hmm? He got one. We tight. We got. We got. We got. We got. We got. We got a starting five and and a sub. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. No man come to me uh -huh. except the Father, which I've sent. Sent me. Uh huh. Mm. And I will raise him up at the last. He gonna do what? I will raise him up. At the last day. That's why that's why my, my head been heavy. When you take people and you just throw them up in Jesus' lap. You just take them and you just put them, you know, in 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 in, in the courtyard of the Malachine. That hurt that made that made my head hurt. Because one of the most potent things that is in this book is the resurrection of the dead. 
the fact that all these different deities, they all supposed to be some kind of reincarnation of something or, you know, he's going to literally everybody has to stand. And they just they just that stuff you just taking that away from. They just taking that away from. One of, the, one of the greatest things is that he's going to make everybody get up. Folks have been dead for, for 4,000 years and they got to get up. Go ahead, son. No, I'm, the other son. It is written in the prophet. Uh-huh. And they shall be all taught of Elohim. All got to be taught of Elohim now. Every he go, man. Every man. Therefore, that have heard, uh huh, have learned of the call, uh huh, come unto me. Uh. Gonna get him up, but then he gonna teach him. Mm. Go ahead, son. X, X 24, 14, 13, 15. Uh huh. But this I confess to you, yeah, that according to the way which they call a set, mm -hmm. so I worship the God, the Yah of my father, yeah. Believing all things which were written in the law and in the prophets, uh -huh. I hope in Yah that they reserve themselves also accept that there will be a resurrection of the dead. So there'll be a what, son? Dead. A what of the dead? Be a resurrection of the dead. That's so important. That's 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 post Messiah for our modern Christians. And you're just taking people and you're just throwing them in the courtyard of angels. Got him playing a trombone in heaven. Huh? Playing saxophone. Huh? That's Sammy Davis and them on a cloud playing a saxophone. Shaul and Shaul and his quick summary of what he do, what he believe in. He like, hey, 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 look, the resurrection. Go ahead, son. Finish up. Go ahead, folks. Both of the just and the unjust. Just and the unjust. Now, see, that's that's what make that thing right. That's why the book make it real clear. Now, everybody got to get up. Now, I, I did. I, one brother did say, I, I shook my head. I was glad he says, "Look, I can't put nobody in heaven or hell." Now, that's right. You sure okay? You sure okay? Cause these folks in the ground, they sleeping till it's time to get up. Was that all the readers? Good. Not a question. In 22, he said, the light of the body is the eye. Why didn't you say eyes? Just talking about one eye. Now look, now look at your neighbor. Look at him real close. Who got one eye in here? Does anybody got one eye? No. Everybody got two eyes. So on a human being, on a human being body, they got what? Two eyes. Mm -hmm. he, he looks sober. His eyes, his eyes are his eyes sober. They all right. He ain't be on no left-hand lucky. See, he all right. So everybody got two eyes. So I wonder when he was saying this, was he, was he talking about some Greek mythology? Was he talking about Cyclops and... Old Cyclops movies and stuff. We talking about Greek mythology, Cyclops. He said one eye. Maybe he was, he was talking about uh, an all-seeing eye. 
So when he makes this statement, when he's talking about the eye of the body, we looked at another passage where the, he's talking about the body, talking about the temple, and his taught ones taught the same thing. Uh, we have to look at this word esoteric. We've talked about this. Esoteric, the general definition means understood by only a chosen few. There were many times the Messiah would say something, speak something. You know what they would say? Hey, can you tell us what that meant? But we didn't get it. An esoteric person would have select interests shared by few others and would speak in big or rarely use words that would typically go over the heads of people he or she converses with. So were there some things that uh, Yahshua, that is definitely esoteric, uh, but it just technically means was heavenly. Were there heavenly teachings and divine teachings and making, uh, 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 pulling things out of Torah? Yes. Absolutely. We want all people heads. You know, some might would say esoteric. But when we look at this, we want to look at something here because uh, Messiah had an understanding of just anatomy. Because if he's Colossians created all things, then he would understand on that how the how the body worked, right? How our body worked. Who got the uh, remote control thing? Your eyes allow you to see the world around you, but have you ever wondered how they work? First, it's important to know that vision depends on your brain as much as on your eyes. Hmm. Your eyes' main job is to detect patterns of light. Then, they work with your brain to turn those patterns into images. Let's take a closer look. Light rays bounce off an object you are looking at. Let's say the object is a dog. The light reflects off the dog to your eye. Then, the light enters the outer part of your eye, called a cornea. The cornea is clear like a window. It helps your eye focus the light to make things look sharp and clear. Next, the light rays pass through an opening called the pupil. The pupil is the dark round circle in the colored part of your eye. The colored part is called the iris. It controls how wide the pupil is and how much light can pass into your eye. In bright light, the iris narrows the pupil, reducing the amount of light that enters the eye. In dim light, the iris widens the pupil to let in more light. All of this happens automatically. Behind the iris is the lens of the eye. It helps focus the light coming into your eye so you can see things clearly. The lens flattens so you can see things that are far away and bends so you can see things up close. When the lens, cornea, and pupil are all working together properly, they will focus light on the back of the eye. That's important because lining the back of the eye is the retina. There are about 130 million tiny cells in the retina that are sensitive to light. When these cells detect light, they turn it into electrical signals. Those signals eventually make their way through the optic nerve, which is like a cable connecting the retina to the brain. Hmm. The retina helps create a rough image, but it sees the world upside down. Hmm. It's your brain that turns what you see right side up. Have mercy. Also, when you look at an object, each eye gets a slightly different view of the world. The brain combines those views and makes them into one picture. Hmm. The brain also adds a lot of details to your vision, so that you can see complex shapes, movement, depth, and a rainbow of colors. And of course, the brain connects your sense of sight to things you already know, so that when you see a dog, you recognize it as a dog, not a cat or a monkey. And that's how you're able to see it. 
To learn more about how your eyes work, visit nei.nih.gov/kids. Hey, look, 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 it, it, look, it's so simple, kid can understand, can Huh? So I'm master teacher. Breaking down anatomy, A&P, on a divine level. He can do that. You do know what they said. You got two eyes, but it make a one what? Image. So we can see why, why he would say, hey, you just got one eye. You know it's coming in through two. It's being put in your brain as well. One. So light comes into your eye. Light. And then your brain receives the light upside down. And then your brain turns it right side up. That's the general thing we need to remember throughout this uh, message. Light comes in, in your mind, your brain has to flip the image right side up. You'll say the fool is set in their heart, there is no Elohim. If I couldn't go to jail, I'd just be slapping. I would just drive their house and slap them. I, look, I'm an I'm a Uber slapper. <laughs> Delivering slaps, not snacks. Slaps, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, what you doing here? I heard you. I saw you. I saw you post on Facebook and just slap. You just gone. Just gone. Just leave. <laughs> leave and leave. Say, say, look, don't tip me. I'm gonna leave you a tip. The fool says in her heart, there is no Elohim. <laughs> anyway, let's turn to Genesis three with that quick A and P lesson. Now let's turn to Genesis three. We're gonna we're gonna look at something. Genesis 3, going to start in verse 1. Genesis 3, verse 1. Hallelujah, we never get there. We won't leave nobody behind now. It ain't Pesach. We're going to treat it like Pesach. We ain't leaving nobody behind. That's why some of you folks out there need to go and just come on now. Yeah. You know, we know some of you watch. Hey, look, ain't nothing wrong with it. We ain't, we ain't going to tell nobody. <laughs> you, sit on, you sit on the other side. <laughs> It's on the other side of the wall. <laughs> Genesis 3 and 1 in the, in the scripture it says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which Yah had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said that ye should not eat of every tree of the garden? The woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, Elohim has said that you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the days ye eat thereof, then your eyes, eyes, eyes shall be opened. I have a question. Were their eyes closed in? Were they still talking to the snake like this? So their eyes was open. And ye shall be as Elohim, knowing good and evil. So re the result of this will be you knowing what's good and what's evil, what's, what's tov and what's ra. Verse 6, and when the woman saw, and when the woman saw, and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, now she had not touched it or eaten it, correct? correct. But she saw, so light 
came in a certain way. And the mind flipped some a certain way. Because she saw it was good for food. When woman saw the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes. And the tree to be desired to make one wise. What did Yahshua say? He said, if that I be single and the light community, how great is that light? But if that I be dark, how great is that darkness? So she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave to her, her husband with her and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. So when they ate of this fruit, some things changed. And what we got to realize is that after the eating of the fruit, their eyes have changed. We have their eyes. Not the eyes before they ate. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So before they ate of the fruit, their eyes were a certain way. They saw different light went in a certain way. It went in and went through all of the parts of the kids video. It went through the 130 something million things and went back into the back of the brain and it was flipped a certain way. But through the teaching, the coercion, if that's a word, of the serpent, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the tree looked differently. The fruit looked differently. And it was seen as something good, seen as food and something seen to make them wise. Then when they ate, their vision changed. And the eyesight that they have is the current eye condition we have today. That's why I say old sight makes sore eyes. Do we perceive light the way they do? And wasn't that taught today about how much is in us, how much it has been we've partaken of in this westernized all of that. So what Yahshua was teaching about, man, if your eye in the dark and the darkness, how much darkness is in there? Guess who's up for mirror, mirror time. Time to get in the mirror. Guess who up? Look at your neighbor. Say you up. And it's only right. What's the point of fasting for? What's the point of praying for? What's the point of doing that for? Of sacrificing your what? Time. What's the point of that for? There was one thing to say, oh, I really want to get, I want to get close. I want to close. Well, then you have to do things to get close. Man, I want to, I want to make a lot of money. Well, then you got to, you got to do things. You have to do things. Turn to First Samuel. We're going. We're going to come back to this Genesis three. We're going. We got to move on now. First Samuel, second chapter. 
1 Samuel 2 and 35. And as we saw, one thing we saw, we saw from the video was that the eyes and the mind, the brain work together. Right, the eyes and the brain, like they're, they're, right, am I right, scientists? Right, and I got some brain people that I know, y'all know the brain, y'all have to study brain. So the eyes and the brain are echai, they're one, okay? All right, is that right, a brain person in the back? Name, okay, so I just want to make sure. So I know if I was wrong, y'all be shooting, shooting shots. Shooting. Cocking their little guns and shooting their little arrows and shooting. So 1 Samuel 2 and 35, and I will raise me up a faithful priest that should do according to that which is in my heart and my mind. And I will build him a sure house and he shall walk before my anointed forever. So look at that, that according, that should do according to that which is in my heart and in my mind. So if we are doing things and we are having the same mind of Christ, if we are doing things and our hearts in the right place, that means our eyes are working what? Properly. Eyes got to work properly. Your eyes, our eyes are a continual uh, recording device. Putting things in your mind, brain, and the brain is constantly making things right. So I'll raise up a faithful priest that he should do according to that which is in my heart and in my mind. Brother, let me get uh, 1 Chronicles 22 and 7. First Chronicles chapter 22, verse 7. Uh-huh. And David said to Solomon, mm -hmm. my son, as for me, it was in my mind. In to, my what? In my mind. Mm. So he saw. He had the eyes. He had, everything was right. He had it. He had, I want to do. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. In my mind to build a house uh -huh. un unto the name of Yah, my Elohim. Yeah. Keep going. No, you're good. All right. So it was in his mind. So he saw it. He could see it. Had the mind, had the heart to do it. He was like, no. One, your hand's bloody, bro. Your hands are bloody. And two, probably more importantly, I'm going to use your son that you had in adultery. He's going he's gonna to make a way better temple than you could because he's going to have the brain power to do it. You're a fighter. You're a warrior. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. You know, you start out as a shepherd. You're a king. When you come to building my house, the boy that you had in that mess, watch what I do with him. Remember what Solomon asked for. He said, what do you want? He said, what? What did he want? Wisdom. You don't think the most I didn't know that? So your mind, your brain, and your heart in Hebrews is very synonymous. Heart. Brain, heart, I know I'm pointing to my head. Heart and brain is very synonymous. Okay. Sometimes we'll also find the word nefesh, 
where it might say mind. You can see mind in English. It might be lev or levav for heart. It could be nefesh for soul. But they're all synonymous. So your eyes, the light that comes in and how you determine the light is very important. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. Remember we read in Matthew 6 that where your treasure is, will your heart be also. So all this is connected. Go ahead and get him. Get him. I don't know what he's doing. Just get him. That's an eternal slide here. Job, and the Tanakh, Tanakh does this a lot better. 23, 10 through 17, for he knoweth the way that I take when he hath tried me. I shall come forth as gold. And we've been talking about that. Huh? That's why. Who you think controlling the uh, fire that you whenever you're going through? Some people, some people, they might can handle 250 degrees fire. That might be all they can handle. Somebody else, they might can handle 450. Who you think is, is controlling the, the furnace? It's even give you too much. It give you just right. You just have to, what, endure. I shall come forth as gold. My foot hath held fast to his steps. His way have I kept and turned not aside. Hmm? So we're trying to we're trying to get that kind of strength. To get that kind of strength. That regardless of what's going on around us, our feet will not turn out of the way of Yah. I have not gone back from the commandment of his lips. I have treasured up the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. Huh? We've heard that twice these last couple of weeks. But he is at one with himself. And who can turn him? So we got to have a mind like Yah because how you going to turn his mind? And what his whole soul desireth, even that he doeth. For he will perform that which is appointed for me, and many such things are with him. Therefore am I affrighted at his presence. When I consider, I am afraid of him. Yea, Elohim hath made my heart faint. Do we hold him to that kind of level? I'll tell you something. When you go and you look at a dead body, they dead. Their body just looked dead. Because ain't no nefesh in there. There's no soul in there. It's, it's, it might as well be like this. So I said, I'm not going to thing. You're not going to dead body be the same way. Hard. The shell. Hmm? Not moving until it's time to get up. God had made my heart faint, and the Almighty had to frighten me because I was not cut off before the darkness, before the darkness, neither did he cover the thick darkness from my face. It's Job 23, 10 and 17. So the eye is an entrance. The eye is an entrance 
to the brain, to the mind. So it's a metaphor, but it's also an anatomically correct. So it can be like a metaphor, but anatomically speaking, it is correct. Look up on the screen, Romans 15 and 6, so that with one mind and one voice, you may glorify Elohim your, and Father of our Master, Yahshua HaMashiach. Philippians 2 and 5, let this mind be in you. Let this mind be in you. So the song is great to sing. It's great to cry over. It is great to pray through it. But your eyes have a lot to do with your mind, your brain. Because you determine the light that enters in. And light can be light and light can also mean darkness. How do you know that? How do you know that? Well, the teacher says so. Just repeating what he said. I ain't creating no will here. Turn to Philippians, fourth chapter. Philippians 4. Let's go ahead and just go to 4. Hallelujah, never get there. Philippians 4 and 4. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Philippians 4 and 4. Yes. Hallelujah. Philippians 4 and 4. And it reads Philippians 4 and 4. Philippians 4 and 4. Philippians 4 and 4. Thank you, son. Philippians 4 and 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by what? Prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto Elohim. That's what we're doing. We're having all these prayers. You... Have not because you and the peace of Elohim, which passes all understanding, passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Yahshua. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. I'll tell you what. It's easier to think about something when you're what? Looking at it. We're, you know, we're uh, visual. Thank you. You know, you, you know, I was going. We're visual people. We're visual people. So that makes sense. So in the peace of Elohim, verse seven, which past all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Yahshua. Uh, bro, let me get first Corinthians. First one and ten. Let me get uh, First Peter, 
uh, 1 and 13. We're gonna, Ari going to read, uh, brother going to read 1 Corinthians 1 and 10. Another brother, he going to read 1 Peter 1 and 13. You see, you see a little button, you see a little button on there. He got one of them new ones. He might say mute on there. Help him, sis. First Corinthians uh -huh. chapter one, verse 10. Yeah. Now I beseech you, brethren, uh -huh. by the name of the master, Yahshua Christ. Yeah. That ye all speak the same thing. Do what? That ye all speak the same thing. Uh-huh. And that there be no division among you. Yeah. But that ye be perfectly joined together Perfect. in the same mind. Perfectly what? Perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. With the same what? In the same mind and in the same judgment. So we got to have the same mind. Not only do we have to have the same mind, but our mind has to match his mind. And we have to see a certain way. We have to look at things a certain way. And sometimes your way is the worst way. Yeah. I'll say it again. Your way is the worst way. We have to see a certain way in order for our mind, our brain to put things in the right image that we need in our mind. Go ahead, brother. First Peter 1 and 13. Uh-huh. Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind. To what? Gird up the loins of your mind. <laughs> Have mercy. Be sober and hope to the end. Yeah. For the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Yeshua HaMashiach. Yeah. Uh, it was a couple of weeks ago. I think it was uh, my wife was up here. When she talking about the loins, the truth around the loins, and then that represents strength and power, trunk. Now say that first, first couple words again, brother. Wherefore, wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind. The loins of your mind. So our mind got to be strong. The only way to have a strong mind, right, according to what we've learned from that kid video, is the light that's coming in there. I think so. I don't know. I think my wife was one day was every time being a doorkeeper. Hmm. Your body a temple. Guess who the chief priest of your body? Look in the mirror. You are. So if any darkness coming in there, you know who will fall. You will fall. The physio the physio the physiological and neurological components and divine design of the brain is to take what you see and flip it right side up. Yeah. I'll say it again. I got scientists and I got brain people in here. Make sure I got this right, people. 
the physiological and neurological components and divine design of the brain is to take what you see and flip it right side up. How is light perceived in our mind? This is us looking at whatever. But it could be good or bad. It could be either or. But that's, that's, that's how our eyes work. It hones in on it. Sends it to the back of your dome. When my mother, uh, when we realized my mother was having strokes, and when uh, we went to the neurologist to get the, 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 uh, the CAT scans or the MRI scans, one of them scanned, look at the results. Uh, there was some time where it was like mama couldn't see. You know, there were certain parts that she couldn't see. You know, that there was just, you know, and so because of the strokes that were in the back of the head, the oxidal lobe, it affected her here. The strokes were back here then affected here. She couldn't see. Um, so the how Yah works that. Uh, he is a great designer. But anyway. So we are snapshotting and uh, uh, what you call it, Snapchat, snap, screen, screenshotting stuff constantly over and over and over and over, and sending the light to the back of your to the back of your head to the back of your dome. Bless you. So remember. The kind of eyes we got now. We got Genesis 3, 8 eyes. Not Genesis 3 and 1 and 2 or 3 and 4. Once they hit Wednesday 8 and their eyes were opened, those kind of eyes we got. And those eyes had the ability to do what? Process what? Good and evil. Tove and raw. That's kind of eyes we got. That's why I say old eyes. <laughs> they make, they look, they make, 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 sore, make, make sore sight. Who's that on one side? Gwendolyn the Good Witch, ain't it? Wizard of Oz, ain't it? And in, the, and, and in that series, Gwendolyn was the what? Good Witch. And on the other side, you had the Wicked Witch of the West. And know what she was? The Bad Witch. So you got light. You know what your mind will do? I ain't going to work. I'm just having a seat. Your mind, you'll be looking, and you'll look at Gwendolyn, and your mind will say, "Hey, Gwendolyn's good. Gwendolyn's good. Gwendolyn's okay. Look at her. She's enduring, and she's nice, and she's glowing." And then your mind will look at the wicked witch. What's it? Oh, she green. She got fingernails. Her hair ain't right. <laughs> So because of the old eyes we got, we'll take Gwendolyn, your mind will flip it. Say that she, she good, she told. Go ahead. 
But you look at the Wicked Witch of the West, oh, well, of course she bad. Of course I ain't supposed to steal, and of course murder's bad, but Gwendolyn good. Now they're both light. That's light, and your eyes only bring in light. And the teacher said, hey man, either your light, either your eyes are bringing in light or darkness. It ain't no mixing up. Well, you know how Israel like to do. We like to mix. We love some gumbo, some jambalaya. Huh? Yeah. Ain't it what we do? We sit our behinds down somewhere. Yes, and stick on the straight and narrow path. Yes, sir. Walk in, you didn't be saved. Yes. But the wisdom from the heaven, the Shemaim Torah, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Yes, sir. Gwendolyn Good. Exodus 22 and 18. Deuteronomy 18 and 10. There shall not be a found among any one of you that maketh his son or daughter to pass through the fire that uses divination. Dorothy will get you back home to Kansas. Or an observer of times. Or an enchanter. Or a witch. Deuteronomy 18 and 10. That's what your books say. You know what the world say? Wisdom of men? Wisdom of men say. No, no, no. One of them good. Other one's bad. No, man. It's the same light. But your mind, your mind will take it and make it however you want it to be. Suit your fancy. We've talked about dualism and uh, some of you that and to watch alternative news, have probably heard the phrase Hegelian dialectic. How many of you heard that phrase? You ain't heard that? Okay, yeah. I just want to be the only one. Look, I ain't weird now. I ain't the only one. I ain't making up stuff. So I got one here that heard it. You know, you ain't, you ain't heard of all the, the internet, not not local news, but not you know fake news or whatever. My bad. Whatever. Whatever. So Hegelian dialectic. Uh, there was a, a, a German philosopher who took some of Socrates' um, style, and he's talking about how people debate, right? We're, our, our society is built off debate. YouTube debates, apologetics, sports, Republican, Democrat, um, everything is built. So the philosophy of bringing two opposing sides into agreement. That's a Galen dialectic. So regardless of the Republican Party or the Democratic Party, we're both going into globalism. OK, so you're still going the same way. This might be a different car. One, one might be a Lamborghini. The other one might be a Mazda. But you're still going the same way. So this this tactic is used a lot, Hegelian dialectic, you can look that up, but it's to bringing two opposing sides into agreement, kind of without them kind of knowing it. This is subtle. But the serpent was very what? Subtle. So we have that phrase, two wings on the same bird. So when we look at these witches, they're just witches. But depending on how light enters into your eye, you're going to separate them. Okay. 
depending on how light enters into your eye. Remember, you are the chief priest of your temple. It ain't even yours. You're a renter. Yes. It's just for lease. You're, you're, you're a tenant right now. You're not an owner. You haven't earned the right to own yet. That's your reward. Once you get your reward, you become an owner. Right now, you're a steward of somebody else's house. What you didn't let up in their house. Did you ever, maybe not you, people you grew up with, the parents is gone. They're gone for some days. They're gone for a weekend or something. Party over here. What you say? Left folks all up in the house. All kind of stuff going on in 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 in, in the house and, and and the kid like hey man that's not that's not your house that's not your it's your parents but you got all these, you let all these folks in here and all this stuff then jumped off so we're letting things into our temple by our eyes and depending on the state of our mind you'll make Gwendolyn. A okay, even though the book says something completely different. That's Exodus 22 and 18, and Deuteronomy 9, 18 and 10. Okay, all right, it says good light versus bad light, and we got to know the difference. Uh, let's go to Proverbs 30. Proverbs 30. Brother, you go ahead and you get uh, Isaiah 5 and 20 through 21. But everybody else go to Proverbs 30. Yeah. I'll tell you when. Hang on a second. Everybody else go to Proverbs 30. going to be in verse 1. Proverbs 30, verse 1, and it reads, The words of Agur, the son of Jakeh, even the prophecy, the man spake unto Ithiel, even unto Ithiel and Ukal. Surely I am more brutish than any man and have not the understanding of a man. I neither learn wisdom nor have the knowledge of the holy. Who hath ascended up into the Shamaim or descended into the and hath gathered the wind in his fist? Who hath bound the waters in a garment? Who hath established all the ends of the earth? What is his name? What is his son's name? If thou can tell. Every word of Elohim is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. And thou, add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Two things about required of thee, deny me them, not before I die. Remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food convenient for me. Least I be full and deny thee and say, who is Yahweh? Or least I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. Accuse not a servant unto his master. Least he curse thee and thou be found guilty. There is a generation that cursed their father and does not bless their mother. There is a generation that are pure in their own eyes, that are pure in their own eyes, that are pure in their own eyes, and yet is not washed from their filthiness. There is a generation, oh, how lofty are their eyes, how lofty are their eyes, and their eyelids are lifted up. See, the light we let in can be our detriment because you'll let your brain flip it to whatever channel you want it to be on. Hmm? 
my mom and them go to bed. I'm up at night. We used to call Cinemax Skinemax after 10. The Skinemax after 10. Had all kinds of little shows on there. And the light, you'll, you'll make it. You'll make it good. You'll make it tove. Hmm? When I say Skinemax, y'all, you, you understand what I'm saying? You grown people in here. You understand what I'm saying now? We used to call it Skinny Mac. Y'all, y'all say that? <laughs> He's like, that nah. <laughs> we, we used to call, we used to, we used to call it Skinny Max. You know, you know what's popping at 10.05, baby. 10.05 to about 1.30 is, is popping. <laughs> Just go on take a chance. Mama catching you. Just go on take that little risk. Because it was good in my eyes. Because that's that old sight. You know, you know this ain't good and evil, but you'll make something that's evil <laughs> good. We messed up. We still got old eyes. Go ahead, brother. Read. Woe to those who call evil good and mm. good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness. Who to what? Who put darkness for light and light for darkness. Have mercy. Who put bitter for sweet and mm. sweet for bitter. Mm. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes. And their what? Eyes. And their who, whose eyes? Theirs. Mm. And clever in their own sight. And whose sight? Their. Their own sight? Yeah. Own. So we could potentially be our own worst detriment. Because yeah. of the light we let in. And it goes straight to that brain, baby. And once once it does the image and the flip it in the brain, I guarantee you the heart follow. Because remember, Hebrew thought, your mind and your heart is one. It's one. What's that saying we say in 21st century? It is what it is. We're going to fight or not. Now, hard we got to press to get ourselves right for this man. And it's only fair. Everything y'all sure went through for and how, think about how he is mocked to this day. You got people that say they are God. You can't do nothing. I mean, you, you can't do nothing. You can't. You got to go to sleep. You need something to eat. You can't control the elements. You such a god, jump in the cage of that line, see what happens. So Yahshua, he look. He gets mocked, ridiculed, they done took him and, and made him look this all this is the whole picture. Let's go to Second Kings uh and six. Second Kings and six. We got a lot of work we got to do now. And be, be real with you, we ain't got a lot of time. What's that for a crunch time? Hmm? I, I look, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if it's fourth quarter or, or, or overtime. We, we could be in overtime right now. We be honest with 
At some point, it's going to be game. But what do you say when you play chess? Checkmate. Uh, 2 Kings and 6. So remember, she saw it was good for food. And when she ate, and when he ate, what happened? Their eyes were opened. And we acknowledged that their eyes were already open. They could see, but the way they saw light changed. So that means we'd have to have our eyesight changed back to the way it was so we can see light. That's all it is. All your eyeballs are just picking up at the reflection of some light. Bounce off an object into your eye. That's what the PBS kid said. So I can get it. So if that's the case, if the eyesight has been changed, let's look at an example here. 2 Kings 6, start of 12, 6 and 12. Hallelujah, if, if, if you're there. 2 Kings 6 and 12. And one of his servants said, none, my Lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet that is in Israel, telleth the king of Israel the words that thou speakest in thy bedchamber. And he said, go and spy where he is that I may send and fetch him. And behold, I told him, saying, behold, he is in Dothan. Therefore, he sent horses, chariots and a great host. And they came by night and come to the city about when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth. Behold, a host compassed the city both with horses and chariots and his servants said unto him alas my master how shall we do and he said fear not for they that be with us are more than they that be with them so Elisha could do what he could see his light the light went in his eyes a little bit different but see when you have committed your walk yourself everything that you do to him then your vision should change Light should come in a, a, a little different way. That's why when folks be saying, I think I saw, of, of, it's, it's very possible. That's not, that's not fake. It's just whose eyes are prepped and primed to receive light, the reflection of light a certain kind of way. No matter if it's an angel or a spirit, because what was the first thing that Yah said? He said, let there be Verse 17, and Elisha prayed and said, Yehovah, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may what? See, was the man blind? They just rolled over there to him. So the vision was changed back to what it once was. The vision was changed back to what it once was for that brief set, however long it lasted. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. Verse, we'll skip to verse 20. And it came to pass when they were come to Samaria that Elisha said, Lord, open the eyes of these men that they may see. And the Lord opened their eyes and they saw and behold, they were in the midst of Samaria. So our vision can go back. Elijah, Elisha had to be able to see that to be able to say, hey, open their eyes so they can see what I see. 
All it is is light reflecting in there. The question is, how much light can your eye hold? How much do you want it to hold? Do you care? Do you like your brain flipping things that is wrong right? Or do you like that your brain can flip things that are wrong right? Or do you like that your brain can flip things that are wrong right? So darkness in the mind. Darkness in the mind. That's what happens when we really get to thinking. We like that brother right there. Huh? Hmm? Any of y'all ever, ever been like that before? The eyes hurt. That booty, booty specs, I got sore eyes. And we really think about how bad our eyes are from what it once was. Huh? Let me tell you something. Praise you, y'all. Turn back, turn, turn real quick. Uh, hurry, uh, Genesis 3 and 8 real quick. This is how we know their vision will change right quick. Look at this. Look at 3 and 7 really, really quick. Genesis 3 and 7. And the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in a garden. They heard or they saw. Why couldn't they see no more? I guess they could. I guess they were seeing them before though, right? But now they just can. But their eyes got changed. Right, right, real quick, just like go back and look and see if they could see after they ate. I look right quick. Show was right there. Thank you. 26, Acts 26 and 18. Acts 26 and 19. Acts 26 and 18, and it reads, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light. From darkness to light, and from the power of Satan unto Elohim, that they may receive forgiveness of chata, sins, and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Hmm? To be turned from darkness to light. And a big part of that is going to be with your eyes, because it's the temple that you're renting. Uh, brother, give me uh, give me Romans seven twelve through uh, uh, twenty five. Give me Yochanan, Yochanan one. I don't know. I got so many people. Mike, I'm, I'm, I'm Yochanan one, one through five. Romans seven twelve through twenty five. <clears throat> Romans chapter 7, verses 12 through 25. Uh -huh. Wherefore, the law is holy, uh -huh. and the commandment holy, uh -huh. and just, and yeah. good. Was then that which is good made death unto me? Uh. Elohim forbid. Yeah. But sin, that it might appear sin, working death in me uh -huh. by that which is good, yeah. that sin by the commandment might become exceeding, exceeding sinful. That's right. 
For we know that the law is spiritual. Yeah. But I am carnal, yeah. sold under sin. Uh-huh. For that which I do, I allow not. Say what? For that which I do, I allow we not. We just read in Acts 26 about the power of uh, uh, being, being turned from the power of darkness to light. Go ahead. For what I would that I do not, uh-huh. but what I hate that I do. That which I hate, I do. Mm-hmm. So we are, that's the struggle yeah. of turning from the power of darkness to light because your eyes, yeah. okay. unfortunately, have perceived things that are wrong in our mind. You know, we made it. We made it right. Mm. It's wrong. Yeah. That's why people can kill. Because they seen violence. They seen murder. I played a game and I'm killing. Does that, does that make, and I've made something wrong. I made it right. That's why when you, when you get off into uh, a porn, different stuff like that, that it's hard to really love somebody now because you've made something that's dark, you made it light. And that's, that's a tough one now. That's a tough one. I don't know the millions. In the millions? I don't know the million. I don't know. But that is a battle. Fifth grade. Ten. When I was introduced, ten. So when I have students in ISS for making a statement saying, yeah, you know, I told her, uh, I was just kind of playing. I just told her, you know, she looked like this, you know, X-rated star. Well, okay. How do you know who the X-rated star is? Oh, uh, I said, I said, let me tell you something, son. That's a road you don't want to go down. You're fighting your butt off for the rest of your life. You don't want to go down that road. But the way light enters in, you can make darkness in your mind. You can flip it and make it right. Sensation, lust, anticipation. Look, your heartbeat get the beating, blood flowing all over the place, all over your body. Hormones being released. Go ahead. If then I do that which I would not, uh-huh. I consent unto the law that is good. Yeah. Now then it is no more I that do it, uh-huh. but sin that dwelleth in me. Yeah, that, 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 that does what? Sin that dwelleth in me. So we got to realize that our condition, we're going to be sick, but you ain't got to live like you sick. Come on now. You're going to be sick, yeah. but you ain't got to live like you're sick. Does that make sense? Yeah. You have an illness in you. We have been, this era of, we have been bombarded with everything to make your mind a, uh, just a, a smorgasbord of craziness and wickedness. So you, it's in you, but you ain't got to live it though. You ain't got walking now. You ain't got talking either. Go ahead. 
For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, yeah. dwelleth no good thing. In my what? In my flesh dwelleth no good thing. Uh-huh. For to will is present with me. Yeah. But how to perform that which is good, I find not. How to perform what? Good, I find not. So one thing we got to do is we got to make sure that we're able to perceive light and not make Gwendolyn good and hold her to the standard of the law. <laughs> so you know I got to find myself reading the law. You know I got to put my eyes on the law. You know I got to get inside my brain the law. You know what I got to have my mind flip up in the right place the law. I know that. Look, you know what I'm gonna tell you. And the law done away with. That's your mind speaking. It's your flesh speaking. It's carnal. It is an it is an adversary, an enemy Go ahead. to Torah, to the Ruach, yeah. to holiness, righteousness, justice, truth, the Judah way. Cut mm. your mouth. Give me Romans two or three, starting in one. Romans 3, yeah. 1. What advantage didn't have the Jew? What advantage has the Yehudi? Or what profit is there of circumcision? Huh? Much every way. Every way. Chiefly, because that unto them were committed the oracles of Elohim. The oracles of Elohim. Yes, the sayings, the meaning, the prophecies. Stand up and walk in it. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of Elohim without effect? Yah forbid. Yah forbid. Yea, let Elohim be true, but every man a liar. Every man a liar. Yes, sir. So you need that law. You need that Torah. Get your mind right. Yes, sir. Flip things right in your life. Yes. Get that tree out your house. Quit throwing out eggs and bunny rabbits. Go ahead. Looking for Lucky the Leprechaun. I kick him in his face. We roll it. Gabriel, let's that law do make make us a liar. So we going through what we going through. Gotta find ourselves doing everything we can to please Yahshua Hamashiach. Folks halfway footing it. Go ahead. Loser mentality. Mm -hmm. Just happy to be on the team. You ain't no winner. Where had you at? Where's you at? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. For the good that I would, that I do, wait, so for the good that I would, I do not. Yeah. But the evil which I would not, that I do. Huh. We, we got, so that's why we come into grips with this about the light that's coming into us. Yeah. You gotta identify it. You gotta be, you gotta have some Terminator in you. Mm. I gotta identify it. I gotta seek it. I gotta kill it. Kill it. He said, go and take the mountain. Yes, sir. Every giant you see, kill it. Go ahead. Mm. Mm. What 
that in the Torah portion today. He said, what you leave behind is thorns and thistles in your eyes. Pain in your side. Can't sit down with thorns in your side. You can't move with stuff in your side. You can't walk. You can't live. Can't be a servant with stuff in your side. Yes, sir. You're talking about no chicken. Better kill it. Identify it. Don't compromise. Religion will make you compromise. Making deals with the devil. You're a dummy. Can't trust a liar. Lie in the beginning. Murderer, robber, gangster, cat pillar. In the beginning. You finish. Go ahead. Now, if I do what I would not, mm-hmm. it is no more that I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. Yeah. I find then a law that when I would do good, yeah. evil is present with me. That's right. For I delight in the law of Elohim. I delight in what? The law of Elohim after so, the inward man. So, look, some folks are never going to have their mind right. Yeah. They'll never, they'll never get that because they mind hate the Torah. I don't even want to talk about it. I say, look, man, all we just talking about is taking the Passover lamb. That's all we're talking about. All we said was for seven days, don't eat any bread. You can't do that. You that salt. Just count 50 days, man. Come and celebrate. Eat good. Blow trumpets. <laughs> Some stuff, don't even worry about it. I got to take it away. Just blow trumpets. Don't even get no details. Just get a shofar and blow. Celebrate. Eat. Be merry. Go ahead. For I delight in the law of Elohim after the inward man. The inner man. But I see another law in my members. Yeah. Warring against the law in my mind. Yeah. And bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. Let me tell you something now. Let me tell you something. If we don't win this war in our mind. Yeah. Don't even game over. Yeah. Just stop. If you ain't trying to, if, you, if we ain't trying to win, we ain't trying to get this right here. Yeah. Our mind is to quit it. Just quit. Say yourself to have some. I'm almost done. Did you finish, son? Two more verses. Go ahead. Oh, wretched man that I am. Wretched man. Who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank Elohim through Yahshua HaMashiach, our master. So then which the mind I myself serve, yeah. the law of Elohim, but with the flesh, the law of sin. So you go, So we got to win this here now. And a huge part of this is this right here. A huge part of this is this right here. So if you don't think that your adversary will use tech and social media and TV and Netflix and ESPN and ABC and Y23 to, to get into your mind, you're smoking something. 
We got, we got to go back over that whole series to understand that you are at war. One of the, the what we talk about this is about that Sun Tzu. To if the if the enemy don't even know we're fighting them, we got them. Who watched that? What was that movie? Uh, unusual. Who, who watched Unusual Suspects? Remember that show, Unusual Suspects. Remember the end of Unusual Suspects? Because that was all the time. Kaza Sose, Kaza Sose, Kaza Sose, and there he was with him the whole time. Folsom got dead and going to jail. Kyle Sosa come living up out the police office. And then a little bit later, man, walking straight. One, one of the greatest tricks the enemy adversary never proved is that he ain't even there. So I tell you what I'm telling you now. Some of these religions is just leading you to the slaughter. And there's some folks it ain't meant for you to be killed now. You're going to die, die honorably. Yeah. Die on your sword. Mm. The word. Mm. Oh, man. Who got John 1 and 5? Go ahead, brother. John 1 and 5. Yeah. And the light shineth in darkness. Uh-huh. And the darkness comprehended it not. The darkness what? Comprehended it not. You want to know what I tell you? When we get in the Torah, real quick, uh, uh, Isaiah 8 and 20. Read that again, brother. And the light shineth in darkness. Uh-huh. And the darkness comprehended it not. Yeah. No, 5 and 20. I think it should say light. It should say light. Torah should be light. Look at 5 and 20. Okay, 8 and 20. I'm sorry. 8 and 20. 8 and 20. My bad. 8 and 20. That's fine. Go ahead and read something. To the Torah and, and to the witness. Uh huh. If they do not speak according to this word, yeah. it is because they have no daybreak. They have no what? Daybreak. Did we look at a while ago, going before we even got into uh, 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 Shabbat about the what they start being risen in your right. and you say it again. What it say now? Ain't no what in them. Daybreak. Ain't no daybreak. Ain't no light in them. When it comes to the law, when it comes to Torah, Torah is light now. So when we come into this way and we start practicing and 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 applying Torah to us, it shines light. And the the what the the darkness does what doesn't understand it. So within you, the darkness from your eyes that you let in, it's such a war in your mind because the darkness don't understand the talk in you. So imagine once you start executing darkness in you, boo, 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 you're executing darkness. How much more light is in you? So if you really want to get it, Execute darkness in you. Mm. Then more light shines out of your temple. Uh-huh. You get on folks' nerve now, and most joy of us is a walking mess still. And we get on people's nerves now. Can you imagine if you put a hit on darkness in your mind? That when I see this, I don't like this no more. 
I hate it. I get that zeal of Phineas. Who did Pentecost? Was it you? Who did Phineas? You did Phineas? Tore a portion. You get the spell. And as soon as, soon as you see it, you don't even wait. You get the spell. Go ahead. And you go and you kill it. Go ahead. Look at an example. Exodus 34, really quick. Hallelujah. I was not supposed to go this long. Exodus 34. We're all familiar with this. Moshe. We're trying to get that Moses friendship. We want uh, Yahshua to say, hey, man, that's my boy right there now. That's my boy right there. What Moshe say, what Yahshua say, that's my girl right there now. Y'all there, Exodus 34? Yeah, Exodus 34. Exodus 34, let's look at, um, we're going to look at when Moshe went up, 28. It's all good. 34 and 28. And he was there with the Yahweh 40 days and 40 nights and did neither eat bread nor drink. So we can make it these seven days and no meat and just vegetables and fruit and water. Now I ain't talking to you. I'm talking to me. <laughs> I like my pirate, don't I? Boys, I love my pirate, don't I? <laughs> he neither didn't either eat bread nor drink water, and he wrote upon the tables the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. And it came to pass, and, and, and while I'm doing this, son, uh, uh, put your finger back on Yochanan 1 and 5. Just put your finger there, but follow along too, though. And he wrote upon the tables the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments, and it came to pass when Moshe came down from Mount Sinai with the two tables of testimony in Moses' hand, when he came down from the mount, that Moses was not that the skin on his face shone while he talked with them. It shone with light. It was light, wasn't it? And when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come near to him. They saw yeah. the light. Yeah. And when they saw the light, it went into their eyes and went to the back of their mind, and it was what? Rock. It scared them. Read John 1 and 5 right quick. And the light shineth in darkness. The light shineth in darkness. And the darkest comprehended it. And they couldn't understand it. Yeah. And you know what we say today? When it comes to like racism and stuff, what do we say? Well, you know, people hate what they what? Fear. But they scared of. And they would read, 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 say it again. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkest comprehended it not. They comprehended it not. It said, and when Aaron and all the children of Israel 30 saw Moses behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come nigh to him. They were scared. So they saw the light and they perceived it as something bad. But remember, we got old eyes now. We got old eyes and we can't tell the difference between good light and darkness. And today, you know, what we're struggling with today, good light and darkness. We have to we have to ex excavate darkness out of us.
that made him put a veil on his face because of the light. And in Hebrews, we went through that Hebrew, that Bible study, that Yahshua tore the veil, that is to say what? The flesh. So we got a way in. We can't be scared of the light, though. Because darkness don't understand. And when folks start asking questions, when we start kind of back a little bit, that darkness is coming up out of you, and it doesn't understand light. First Yochanan. First Yochanan. Goodness gracious. Bless you. First Yochanan. Gonna be in the first chapter. First verse. First Yochanan. One and one, and it reads, That was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled the, of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, bear witness, and show unto you that the eternal life which was with the Father was manifested unto us, that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Yahshua, Hamashiach. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. This then is the message which ye have heard of him, and declare unto you that Elohim is light. Elohim is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another in the blood of Yahshua HaMashiach, his son, cleanse us from all sin. So we got to go on an extermination mission this week. Yes. Let's exterminate darkness. Oh, yeah. We're going Terminator style. We're going to get our mission from above. Huh? We're going to get our, just like the Terminator. Terminator, he had a mission. You know what he's looking for? Sarah Connor, John Connor. We got a mission. We're going to get our mission. We're going to get that thing downloaded from above. Exterminate darkness. Find it. Seek it out. Turn off no store. Terminator 1, you know what all sorts of nigga did? He went and shot the whole police station. He had a Gatling gun and went in the police station, shot up everybody looking for Sarah Connor. What you going to tear up in your mind to exterminate darkness? Saw it off, too. Now, first, Yochanan's second chapter. Y'all read all this. Preacher, preacher gonna say the other day, he, he messed himself up. He gonna say, say, hey, if you love me, uh, I forgot what he said. I was like, I'll wait on say, can my command? He's like, he's like, if you love me, I was just like, huh? But look, and the folks didn't even know it. They ain't know it. They ain't know he fumbled. On the one yard lot, he fumbled. They ain't know it. Let's look at us uh, two, and let's 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 look at um, six. 
1 John 2 and 6. He that saith he abideth in him all, himself also to walk even as he walked. Right? Observing Torah. Yes. Brethren, I write no new commandment unto you. We got the commandment of Christ. What the heck does that mean? But an old commandment, which you had heard from the beginning. He said, he said, pour me an old way. What old path? The ancient way. Pour me, send me that way. Yes. Which you had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you heard from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is what? Past. You got to hunt it out and kill it. And the true light now shines. He that says he is in the light and hate his brother is in darkness. See, this is what's going to separate us now. We got to get personal with this man. Your weaknesses, your flaws, the flaws, the flaws, hunt them out. He delivers his brother. Abide in light, and there is no occasion of stumbling in him. But he that hateth his brother is in darkness, and walketh in darkness, and knoweth not whither he goeth, because the darkness has what? Blinded his eyes. You don't believe what happened to, to, to Adam and Kuwa. You know what happened to them? They had their eyes what? Blinded. Because they could see. They lost something they had. They lost their vision. And then, and here, and then, and here, and then, nowadays, we got an example of Elijah here. Open their eyes up, y'all, please. Yes. Yes. And they can see the light. But you guys read this, please. We're supposed to go through this together, but I'm way off, so just read it. We're going to turn to, uh, in your uh, extra biblical books, please, Ecclesiasticus, 14th chapter. We're going to read all of it. We'll look at Ecclesiastes 15. We'll read all of it. And then we're going to have our readers read us on when we're gone. Ecclesiastes 14. Hallelujah. When you get there in one. Been the extra biblical books. I got you. I got you, brother. How long you get there? Ecclesiasticus 14. Just find the page number. Um, go there and look at chapter 14, chapter 5. Fourteenth chapter. Okay, everybody there. Fourteen one it reads: Blessed is the man that hath not slipped with his mouth, and is not pricked with the multitude of sins. Blessed is he whose conscience has not condemned him, and who has not fallen from his hope in the master. Riches are not comely for a nagard. Now, mine says nagard. Brothers, calm down. Just means someone that's selfish or stingy. The phone be jump up, jump it up. What you say? It means selfish. 
And what should an envious man do with money? He that gathers by defrauding his own soul gathers for others that he spend his goods righteously. He that is evil to himself, to whom will he be good? He shall not take pleasure in his goods. There is none worse than he that envieth himself. And this is a recompense of his wickedness. And if he doeth good, he doeth it unwillingly. And at the last, he will declare his wickedness. The envious man hath the wicked eye. He turneth away his face and despises men. A covetous man's eye is not satisfied with his portion. And the iniquity of one of the wicked drieth up the soul. The wicked eye envieth his bread, and he is a selfish at his table. My son, according to thy ability, do good to thyself and give the master his due offering. Remember that death will not be long in coming, that the covenant of the grave is not showed unto thee. Do good unto thy friend before thou die, and according to thy ability stretch out thy hand to give to him. Defraud not thyself of the good day, and let not the part of the good desire overpass thee. Shall thou not leave thy travails unto another, and thy labors to be divided by lot? Give and take and sanctify thy soul, for there is no seeking of dainties in the grave. All flesh waxes an old garment, for the covenant from the beginning is, thou shalt die the death. As of the green leaves on a thick tree, some fall and some grow, so is the generation of flesh and blood. One cometh to an end and another is born. Every work rotteth and consumeth away, and the worker thereof shall go withal. Blessed is the man that doth meditate good things in wisdom, and that reasoneth of holy things. What do we read in Romans that the law is what? Holy. By his understanding, he that considereth her ways in his heart shall also have understanding in her secrets. Go after her as one that traces and lie in wait in her ways. He that prieth in at her windows shall also hearken at the doors. He that doth lodge near her house shall also fasten a pen in her walls. He shall pitch the tent night unto her and shall lodge in a lodging where good things are. He shall set his children under her shelter and he shall lodge under the branches. By her shall be covered from heat and in the glory shall he dwell. We'll read chapter 15. It's the next chapter over. He that feareth the master will do good. He that hath the knowledge of the law shall obtain her. As a mother, she shall meet him and receive him as a wife married of a virgin. With the bread of understanding, she shall she feed him and give him the water of wisdom to drink. He shall be stayed upon her and shall not be moved and shall rely upon her and not be confounded. She shall exalt him above his neighbors in the midst of the congregation. Shall she open his mouth? He shall find joy in a crown of gladness and she shall cause him to inherit an everlasting name. But foolish men shall not attain to her and sinners shall not see her. For she is far from pride, and men that are liars cannot remember her. Praise is not seemly in the mouth of a sinner, for it was not sent him of the Lord. For praise shall be uttered in wisdom, and the Lord will prosper it. Say not thou, it is through the Lord that I fell away, for thou oughtest not to do the things that he hateth. Say not thou, he caused me to err, for he have no need of the sinful man. The Lord hateth all abomination, and they that fear Elohim love it not. 
It's got to be us. He himself made man from the beginning and left him in the hand of his counsel. So when folks say, well, if God created all this, how did it get this way? That's why I write there, dummy. He created them and let them do. Make your own choice. If thou wilt to keep the commandments and perform acceptable faithfulness, he has set fire and water before thee. Stretch forth thy hand into whatever thou wilt. Before man is life and death, and whether him liketh shall be given him. For the wisdom of the master is great, and he is mighty in power, and behold all things. And his eyes are known upon them that fear him, and he knoweth every work of man. He hath commanded no man to do wickedly, neither hath he given any man license to sin. That was Ecclesiasticus, the 14th chapter and the 15th chapter. Uh, give me Deuteronomy 17 and 19. And then I want you to read Deuteronomy 31 and 11. Okay. Let me get uh, Yehoshua, Joshua 8 and 34 and 2 Kings 2 and 28. Nehemiah 8 and 3 and 8 and 18. Nehemiah 9 and 3 and Matthew 12 and 5. So readers, the first verse I gave you, read that. And we'll go in the order I called you in. And then once you read your first verse, and everybody read their first verse, we'll start back over with the first reader. He'll read the second verse. Mm-hmm, that was your second verse. 8 and 34. 2 Kings 2 and 28. Yeah, brother, brother just, 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 read, just read what you got. Deuteronomy 17 and 19. Uh-huh. Make sure this is it. And it shall be with him, and he shall read therein all the days of his life. You should do what? Read therein all the days of his life. Uh-huh. That he may learn to fear Yahuwah his Elohim. He may do what? To fear Yahuwah his Elohim. Have mercy. To keep all the words of this law and these statues to do them. So you got to read them. He had to read them. I mean, his eyes had to see it mm -hmm. to be put into his head. Okay. Yehoshua 8 and 34. Yehoshua 8 and 34. Uh-huh. And Alfred, he read all the words of the law. After he did what? And after he read all the words of the law, uh -huh. the blessings and curses, uh -huh. according to all that is written in the book of the law. He read it. I mean, he had to saw it, didn't he? He had put it in his mind. Nehemiah 8 and 3. Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 3. Uh -huh. And he read therein before the street that was before the water gate from mm. the morning until midday before he, the he read from what from the morning until the midday have mercy before the men and the women and those that could understand and the ears of all the people were attentive unto the book of the law can you imagine sitting down in the middle of the street reading Torah from the morning to the midday huh could you imagine being a listener and hearing the words or would you be asleep Doing something else. Your brain in la-la land. Because your brain can't receive light. 
I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. I used to hear from the last place we was at, and I, I, I think this was good. I remember one day, he challenged a young man. He said, he said, he challenged a young man. He said, hey, I had a young man. I dare have that Torah read before the next feast. I dare you to read that law on side of whatever else reading and studying you're doing. I dare you to read that Torah before, before the next feast. Remember what somebody used to say. I see why. I see why I said it. Like, you got to get that law on you now. Go ahead. Mm hmm. And they stood up in their place uh -huh. and read from the book of the Torah mm. of Yah, their Elohim, a fourth part of the day. And a fourth part, they were confessing and worshiping Yah, their Elohim. Is that you? Is that something we can do? Spend, they spend a quarter of the day reading that thing, didn't they? But if you read it, that means that mean you're you looking at it. You're getting it in your head. Mm, Matthew. Go ahead, brother. Back on you. Mr. B back, back on you. Mm -hmm. 31 11 Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 31. And eleven, mm -hmm. when all Israel is come to appear before Yahuwah the Elohim, yeah, in the place which He shall choose, yeah, thou shalt read this law before all Israel. Thou shalt do what? Read this law before all Israel. Before who? Before all Israel. So see, you need this. It's hard to read some if you can't see it now. In their hearing, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, 22 and 8. Second Kings 22 and 8. No, you 8 and 18. 12 and 5, Matthew. Here, son, you're going to get uh, Psalms 119 and 18. I'll give you something to do. 22 and 8. Second Kings 22 and 8. Mm-hmm. Alakai, the high priest, said unto the the scribe. Mm-hmm. Take the scribe. I have found the book of the law. Mm. In the house of Yahuwah. Yeah. And Halakai. Gave the book of Satan. And he read it. He did what? And he read it. Mm. They found the Torah and they read it. I wonder if they changed their mind. Huh? Go ahead. Nehemiah 8.18 uh -huh. Also day by day From the first day unto the last day yeah. He read the book of the law Of Elohim and they kept The feast seven days yeah. And on the eighth day was a solemn assembly According unto the manner Yeah, Read that thing Every day for the whole feast or did you not read the Torah? Did you not what? Did you not read the Torah? That's your that, that that's coming from your master. That that's, that, 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 that. Can you imagine standing in front of the great judge? You know what he say to you? Did you not read the Torah? <laughs> Could you imagine that? Did you not read the law? Go ahead, son. That on the Sabbath the priest in the set apart place profane the Sabbath and are blameless. Have mercy. He said, did you not read? Did you not read the Torah? 
that's something that, that we, we should be shamefaced if he say that to us in the day of judgment. Did you not read the law? You were Hebrew. You were Torah observing. You don't read no Torah. Wasn't nothing sticking in here. Wasn't nothing in your mind, right? Wasn't nothing making you flip things right side up in your mind. Go ahead, son. Psalms 119 and 19. Close on now. Psalm 119, 18. Mm-hmm. Open my eyes that I may see wondrous things for your, from, from your Torah. Say it again, son. From your, open my eyes. Do what? That I, open my eyes. Yeah. That I may, may see wondrous things from your Torah. So we got to come to grips that our vision ain't right. We need to make sure we see the eye doctor this week. We need to make sure we set up an appointment. Go to our doctor. Huh? Uh, uh, it's short. It's short. This is this is a quick video about technology and the mark of the beast. I had another, I just couldn't find it, so this one will suffice. But uh, to just keep in mind what we're fasting from, right? And what we're, we'll remember Matthew 6 about the light entering in, right? Because understand the adversary could creep in there. Creep in there. That's what makes some social media is harmless. You keep scrolling, you keep scrolling, you click on some, you click on some, you click on some, and now all of a sudden you're like, whoa, I get here. You know what your eyes do? Now I like it. I like it. Because your brain flipped it a certain way. And you made it toes. We got to get where we don't make some stuff toes. Okay. Go ahead, sweetie. Go ahead, go, go ahead, sweetie. Go on, go on, play. I didn't do that. That was you? Might be me, my bad. That's what we fasting from. So this week, we're going to take approach like Daniel. Now, I know we eat clean meat, but the mentality is, I don't want your meat. I don't want your drink neither. I'm going to separate myself. I'm going to separate myself. Because I need to practice. I need to train my spirit. 
I need to know that if Moshe went up there for 40 days and four nights and he had no bread, no water, the outcome of him was his face shone like the sun. I need to practice because I need some light to come out of me. Only way I'm going to have some light to come out of me, I got to have the right light going in. I got to train myself. On Rocky movie, Sylvester Stallone to fight the Russian, he had to go off in the woods. He wasn't lifting weight. He was lifting tree logs and cutting down trees. We got to train a little harder. We got to step our game up. Why? Because he's stepping his game up. He's stepping his game up. So we got to find ourselves willing to do whatever it takes for our master. Because our master did whatever it took for us. So for this week, I don't want your stinking meat. I don't want your meat. I don't want your drink neither. I'm good. I got what I need. That when I ain't eating, y'all yeah, provide the rest for my soul that I may live, that I may not go weak, that I may not get weary, that I faint not. I don't want your meat. I don't want your cakes and sweets. I don't want your tech mess. I don't want it. I don't need it. I'm better off without it. We're going to train ourselves. There's going to be a day where y'all eyes going to be seeking. He's going to be looking for his. And it might be a day where he got to cover up some people so the adversary don't see him. Because he y'all. It's his earth. He can do whatever he want to do. He the rule maker. It's going to be our mentality this week. Seek and kill darkness in yourself. Terminator style. You're looking for Sarah Connor and John Connor. If you watch the movie, you know what I'm talking about. You're seeking it out. I refuse to king meat. I refuse to king drink. I don't want your bread. I don't give two dimes about your tech crap. I don't want it. I'm tapping out your system. I'm going to break away from Babylon and still be in Babylon. I'm going to break away from Babylon and still be in Babylon. Mentality this week. Close out strong. Don't went forward. You got seven, seven more days. Everything you got. We're going to rejoice and celebrate here on that 21st day together. And that we read all in the book, have one mind. A loud sacrifice, a loud tumult, a, a, a sweet savor going up to Yah. It's a little thing when you think about it, but it's a big thing in the Shemaim. It's really a little thing to us. You just ain't need no meat for a week. We got folks in here know all these kind of recipes and stuff. You ain't going to starve to death. You eat as much as you want to. You drink as much water as you want to. Ain't nothing going to happen to you. It's a little thing, but it's a big thing up there. Because he said, hey, he said, hey, if I trust you with a little thing, yeah. Oh, yeah. if I trust you with a little thing, I trust you with big stuff. We want to we wanna earn our right. Yeah. I ain't going to walk up on, on most side of my prayer. I'm a son of Abraham. I don't care about that mess. Earn our right. Earn our right. I don't want no freebie. I don't want no, wealth, no heavenly welfare. I want to earn my way in. Everybody fought and scratched and cracked. Some ain't making. Some died. And I want a free pass. Get that out your mind. Are we still recording? I'm done. That's it.
Yeah. Go ahead, let's everybody go ahead and stay in the face of Jerusalem. Almighty Yah, uh, we thank you. We praise you, Almighty Yah. Thank you for showing to us and opening up the scriptures to our eyes and opening up to us. Thank you for listening to Restoring the Branches Ministries. Our website is www.restoringthebranches.org. We're also on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also email us at restoringthebranches at gmail.com. Shalom.